Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. thankful and grateful spirit of God we thank you for visiting us this mighty way we are thankful Lord for this great presence indeed Lord we did not deserve it but you have shown us mercy this afternoon and your presence has been felt here in a way that is indescribable We thank you, Lord, for the chains that have been broken this afternoon. We thank you, Father, for the walls of resistance that you have overcome for us. We thank you, Lord, for the open doors that you have opened our eyes to see. This afternoon, Lord, we ask that you speak to us. Father, give us divine wisdom and divine understanding that we will understand you and we will receive your word and that our hearts will change and be transformed as we leave this place. We are grateful. Spirit of God, have your way. Use me only as a vessel. I am confident that if I can avail myself, you will use me. You know my inadequacies. You know my weaknesses. You know my infirmities. But oh spirit, overlook them and have mercy upon me and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wonderful. Well, we, I... Um, I am very excited and I am very happy to be here this afternoon. And um, we are going to share the word of God for a few minutes. And um, just need all of your attention and all of your focus. Hallelujah. Well, this afternoon we're going to share for a short time, uh, we're going to continue with a series of messages that we began a couple of weeks ago, and the title of the message is Titan. Hallelujah. Titan, as in the, from the word tight. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. 10% of your increase, 10% of what God has given you. Hallelujah. Now, we have gone through this series for about two weeks now. Uh, Is that so? Yes. And um, we saw how, in the first week, how that the tithe is a mysterious way that God has chosen to bless us. 
It is a mysterious way that God has chosen to bless us. If you have missed any of these series, I want you to listen to the message on the podcast. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, our messages are available and it's for free. You can listen to it. Freely have we received. Hallelujah. And so we are giving it freely. Amen. I believe these are very anointed words. And I believe, I believe that um, God is really speaking to us. And I also believe that if you listen to it with all your heart, it will bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. So we, the first week, I think we thought about how that tithe is the mysterious way that God has chosen to bless us. Amen. Amen. We saw the classic example of the Jewish people. We talked about the legendary wealth of Jews. Amen. Amen. And then the second week, I think we talked about how Titus make God build a house for them. How when you tithe, when you give 10% of your increase to God, it makes God build you a house. And we went through certain scriptures to even get better understanding of this particular thing. Amen. So today, we want to look at another thing about tithing. We want to look at another thing about tithing. And I believe that um, your prosperity is coming. I said, you didn't hear me. I said, your prosperity is coming. Some of you who are from foreign lands, the reason why you traveled to this place, the reason why you left your loved ones, your family, and came to this place, some of you are here all by yourself. You have nobody except the church. That's why you don't joke with the church also. And you left all these people to come here. I said this afternoon, that reason is going to be fulfilled. Your breakthrough is today. I say your breakthrough is today. Say to your neighbor, today is your breakthrough. I am about to uncover, I am about to uncover unto you a marvelous path to prosperity that you need in your life. Amen. And so don't say in this church, we don't talk about prosperity. Don't say we don't teach you about prosperity. In this church, we teach you the word of God. The word of God that leads to prosperity. Hallelujah. And this afternoon, if you will hearken to the word of God. Oh, beloved. I said, if you will hearken to the word of God. You will be unveiled to marvelous prosperity. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10. Malachi chapter 3 and verse number 10. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10. It says, are you all there? Who is not there? We wait for you. And everyone, turn into your Bible. We have it on the screen, but turn also into your Bible. Because this is a very important scripture. It says, bring ye 
all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now, herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Hallelujah. It says, prove me now, herewith. Prove me now, herewith. Sayeth the Lord of hosts. God is saying, prove me now. He says, you do this. And then you prove me now, herewith. Sayeth the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you, the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. This afternoon, you're going to receive a blessing that will not have enough room in your life to receive it. Hallelujah. God is a God of covenant. He is a God of covenant. One preacher said that prosperity is a thing about covenant. You can covenant with God and you prosper. He said that is a path to prosperity. It is a way to prosperity, and it is not surprising that God has made this great covenant with our money or with our substance. I am not surprised about it. The Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9 calls it substance. Substance. Hallelujah. It says substance. It says, honor the Lord with what? Thy substance. It means something that is substantial. Something that costs you. Something, look, I want you to understand something. It is not easy for anyone to pay tight. I am telling you that. It is not easy for anyone to part with 10% of your substance. Something that is substantial to you. And God knows that. Make no mistake about that. God knows that. And there is a reason why he does that. And thank God that it was God who made this percentage. Because if he had left it to man, if he had left it to pastors, pastors who want elevated platforms in their churches, pastors who want podium that runs from here to here with glasses, pastors, oh, if God had left it only to us, we'll make a 50%. Hallelujah. Thank God it was God who made it. He says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. It's not easy. Because he knows that before you receive it, you have made plans already for it. Before even you receive it, you have first fruits already. Lay away that you are going to pay for. He knows. Amen. Because God is always, you see, the reason why he covenants with us this way is that he's always interested in our hearts. More than any of our activities. God is particularly interested in your heart more than anything. He's interested in your heart more than lifting up your hands to worship him that man may see. He's interested in your heart more than playing drums and playing keyboards. 
He is interested in your heart. He's interested in your heart more than the hours that you pray. Believe me. So this covenant is actually about your heart. God is making a covenant with your heart. Let me explain it to you. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21. He says, For where your treasure is, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God is a wise God. He's a wise God. He is a wise God. He says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So if he wants your heart, then he has to make covenant with your treasure. If he's going to have your heart, then he has to make covenant with your treasure. Amen. You know, sometimes people wonder, they say, how, I, mean, I don't know, how can I really love God? You know, I don't know how, and they are praying, and they are praying, Lord, give me a heart that will really love you. You see, because some people are feeling, they're wanting the feeling that when I am in the presence of God, my heart will be having some bumburungis. You know, that my heart will be tumbling over. That my heart will be turning around. I will feel something in my heart. You know, they say, my, my, my heart should yearn for God. I am praying that my heart will yearn for God. Beloved, it is your money. If you want to know how you can love God, look at your money. Look at where your money goes. Look at where your treasure is. Because where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. Have you not seen, have you not seen, young woman, when you say this, I love this man. Have you not seen when you say, I love this man, your heart, do you feel anything in your heart? Does your heart start pumping different way? You know, you just make it up and say, you know, when I see him, the way my heart is feeling. And when I see, it is just when you see him, you are happy. Your heart is there. You want to be there. You want to be where he is. You want to spend your time with him. You want to spend your strength with him. When you are even weak, when you are not strong, the little strength that you have, you want to spend with him. That is where your heart is. That is the person that you love. Where your treasure is. That is where your heart will be also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nothing that happens to your heart. It's just a symbolic thing. The real thing is your treasure. What is your treasure? Your time. Your strength. Your money. Young man, you would take, you would take, you would drive your car. You will drive your car, buy gas, buy gas in your car, and put in your car, and drive to Ohio just to see a woman that you love. And pay tolls along the way. And get tickets, because you can't wait to see the person. Police will stop you and give you tickets. 
and you are okay. Oh, give me how many how many tickets? Okay, you are your your registration is expired. You were overspeeding. You were this. Your your brake light is not on. This is on. Okay, how many tickets? Four. And then you take on, and then you get another ticket, but you are still going. You are putting your treasure in where your heart is. Hallelujah. Are you following me? I said, if you will catch this revelation, you unveil yourself to marvelous prosperity. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 18 and verse 18. Luke chapter 18 and verse 18. Luke chapter 18 and verse 18. Are you with me so far? Alex, are you with me? Wonderful. He says, and a certain ruler asked him, saying, good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? None is good, save one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother. How many of you are able to do all these things? How many? How many? Let me see. Michael, have you killed somebody before? You have not. And he said, Oh, <laughs> ask for these things. He said, All these I have kept from my youth up. It's not even now that I have, you know, I have kept from my youth up. As I was growing up, I knew to do these things. He said, As for these things, there are no issues in my life. Now, when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, You see, it's amazing that when Jesus was calling unto the commandments that he is to follow, he left something out. He just went on, don't commit adultery, don't commit murder, don't steal, don't bear false witness, don't do this, don't do this. He left something out. Because he knew that this one he cannot do. And he has not done. So he says, now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, yet lackest thou one thing. Yet lackest thou one thing. I want to test where your treasure is. I want to see where your heart is. If you want the kingdom, if you want the kingdom blessing, your heart ought to be with God. So he says, yet lackest thou one thing. Sell all that thou hast and distribute unto the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come, follow me. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful. He was very sorrowful. When he heard this, he was very sorrowful because he looked from his youth up and he said, ah, no. He said, 
for he was very rich. He was very rich. It will be too much to let go. It will be too much to part with. It will be too much to give away. He was very rich. I want the kingdom blessing. I want to be unveiled to that blessing. But this is too much. Because 10% is a lot. He says, when he heard this, he was very sorrowful. Because he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Have you not realized that when you make more money, paying the 10% becomes very difficult? God is wise. I said, God is wise. Amen. And when Jesus saw that, he was very sorrowful. He said, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Jesus is not against riches. God is not against riches. I said, God is not against riches. So the next scripture, he says, for it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Of God. Hallelujah. God is not against riches. If he has your heart, he gives us the kingdom blessing. If God can have our heart, and our hearts are in the riches, our heart is in the treasure. Our heart is in the treasure. Hallelujah. So let's look at the covenant he made with Israel. The covenant that he made in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10. Let us look at it now being broken down. So if you can turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 12. He says, and now Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee? What does he require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God, with what? With all thy heart, and with all thy soul. Beloved, we hear these scriptures every day. I am, going, I am telling you, your eyes are being unveiled to marvelous riches today. You see, this is what is required of the people of Israel. Now, details of that covenant. We want to look at the details. What has made the Jewish people, or what, has, what have they done up to this day that has made them the people that God promised them to be. What was the covenant entailing? Deuteronomy chapter 11. Just follow me. We're reading a lot of scriptures, but I want you to follow me closely. Follow me closely. Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 28. Verse 13. Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 13. It says, And it shall come to pass... 
if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in his due season, the first rain and the latter rain that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thy oil. Now, when you are looking at it, I want you to look at your job and your paycheck and on your payday. Because when the rain comes, that is when you get the paycheck. When the rain comes, that is when you get the reward for, for your labor. So he says that, that I will give you the rain of your land. The rain of your land. The rain of your land. The rain of this land is the job that you have. The rain of this land. This land, are you planting corn and wine and oil? No. This is the rain of the land. Hallelujah. The first rain and the latter rain. That thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thy oil. And I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle. That thou mayest eat and be full. Take heed to yourselves that your heart, your heart, your heart be not deceived. Take heed to yourself that your heart be not deceived. And ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Hallelujah. How many of you have other gods? You have some gods that you serve. You see? But I am talking about your land, your land, the rain in thy land, your land. And in your land, he says, have no other gods before me. He says, do not have any other gods before me. Anything that you put before God becomes a God to you. Anything, be it a symbol, be it a structure that you worship. Be it a river that you worship. Be it a job that you worship. Such that you cannot come to serve God. That thing becomes a God to you. Hallelujah. So he made it the first commandment. The first. Very important. I said God is particularly interested in your heart. Anything, even if it becomes your children, for the sake of your children, I can't do this thing for God, that thing becomes your God. For the sake of your wife, for the sake of your family, that I cannot be together with my family. At 10 p.m., I want to be together with my family and watch TV. So I cannot come to the house of God to pray. That thing becomes a God to you. If your rest, your sleep becomes so important that interferes with serving God, that thing becomes a God to you. I am talking about your land. Hallelujah. You see, in the people of Israel's situation, they were in the land of the Moabs where they have other gods. But in your land, you have other things that come before God. The next verse. It says, and then the Lord's wrath be kindled. You see, let's go back to that so we can continue so you have to understand. So he said, take heed to yourself that your heart be not deceived and ye turn aside 
and serve other gods and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you when you do that. The Lord's wrath, the Lord's anger be kindled against you and he shut up the heaven. When you do that, the Lord's anger comes upon you and he shuts up the heaven. He closes the heaven. He says, and prove me, this is my covenant, that I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. But when your heart now turns away, when your money, when what is what your heart attracts to, what your treasure goes in, what your heart attracts to, when it turns away, then he shuts up the heaven. That there be no rain, and that the land yield not have fruits, and lest ye perish, Quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. The Lord can bring you to a good land. A good land of prosperity. The richest country in the world. The Lord can bring you to a good land. But when your heart is turned away from him, he shuts up the heaven. That even in a good land, even in America, even in the richest world of the richest country of the world, even in the, the city which is the financial center of the world, you can be in a good land, but the Lord will shut up the heavens and you perish. You become homeless. You have no clothes to wear. You have no food to eat. Hallelujah. Therefore, Shall ye lay up these my words in your hearts? Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand. This is the Lord's desire that he will bless his people. The Lord's desire is that you will prosper. It is his desire. So he says, these words, these words, they don't look as much. They don't look at that to bring you prosperity. But please, 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 bind them in your heart. Bind them in your soul, upon your hand. This is your prosperity. This is your prosperity. Bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be as frontlets before your eyes. You can never miss them. It's like your watch. Every time you are looking at it to remind you. And ye shall teach them your children. You shall teach these things to your children. We shall teach our children how to pay tight. We shall teach them to our children. I am telling you what has brought about the legendary wealth of Jews. They teach them these things. From ancestral generation, generation upon generation. This is the principle. So he says, bind them in your heart. Bind them in your soul. Let them be a sign upon your hand. And they shall be like frontless before your eyes. And then teach them to your children. Please, 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 don't speed me up. Please. Don't cut off the people's blessing. He says, you shall teach them to your children. Speaking of them, whenever you sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, everywhere you go, oh, mashalibri, the Lord's desire is that his people will prosper. The Lord's desire is that prosperity will run from generation to generation to generation. Hallelujah. 
You see, some people, they don't understand. They say, oh, but this person, he doesn't even go to church. He doesn't do this, but he has a lot of money. Let me tell you, you have no idea what his father's fathers have covenant with the Lord and has blessed the Lord with and has covenant and has acquired this wealth and has just been passed on to them. They are just reaping what covenant somebody fulfilled. You have no idea. You don't know. You don't understand. So he doesn't go to church, but he has a better job than me. He's just walking in, but I tell you, the blessings, it stops right there with that person if he does not continue with it. It stops there. That is why you see a lot of rich people, their children, they don't prosper. They waste all the money. You see, the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord that comes this way, it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow to it. So you see, a lot of people, they don't go to work. They don't go to church. They don't do this. They don't care about God. Because if I come to church, they will talk about my money. And they want money from me. And this, this church, 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 church people. And they have a good job. Because someone, someone, someone has covenant with the Lord. And so that blessing is flowing onto them. And they have no understanding. And they have no understanding. But you realize that the wealth has come to them. But they have no joy. They don't have sweet marriages. Their children are not well. They have something, something in them. Sometimes they don't tell you. That is how come rich people like Michael Jackson, he would die in a rented house. Hallelujah. That is how rich people like Steve Jobs, he would die from cancer prematurely. Because some wealth has, somebody's blessing has come upon him and says, I don't believe in God. Hallelujah. Say, teach them to your children. Your children will prosper. I say, teach them how to covenant with the Lord. With their money. With their money. With their money. No matter how much they make. Whenever you are. Wherever you are. He says, this is so important. He says, teach them. Speaking of them, when you sit in your houses... When you walk by the way with your children as you are taking a stroll, tell them about this covenant. When you rise up, when you lie down, when you sit down, teach them. Teach them. Teach them. This is your prosperity. This is your prosperity. The next verse. Please allow me, okay? Allow me. Today we are, I'm unveiling. Look, they're going to work. Let me tell you something. Look. This thing that you can't wait to get up and go to work. This is your prosperity. I say, this is your prosperity. Yes. I am teaching you something that is going to change your life from today on. It says, and thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house and upon thy gates. I don't know anything that is so important like that. That we have to teach. Teach them, rise up, we have to talk about them. We sleeping, we have to talk about them. We walking, we have to talk about them. We are sitting, we have to talk about them. We have to post them on our foreheads, on our wrists, on our hearts, on our soul. And now write them on our doorpost. So every day when we are coming home, have you paid your tithe? Let me go back and settle that. It is so important because that is your prosperity. That is your prosperity. I don't know why. God did that, but we are going to find out why he did that. So he said, next verse, 
that thy days may be multiplied. And the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. You're going to have days here on earth as though you are living in heaven. I say you are going to have days on earth. You are going to live here on earth as though you are living in heaven. Irene, you will have days here on earth and it looks as if you are in heaven. You will have days. You are living here on earth. But when people look at you, it's like you are in heaven. You feel in you like you are in heaven. You feel like you are living in heaven. That you will have days on earth as though you are in heaven. For if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments, which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and cleave unto him. God is just interested in your heart. But he knows why he has to come through your heart with prosperity because he knows that where your treasure is, your heart will be there. So he says, Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you. Listen very carefully because a great revelation is coming to you. He says, then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Beloved, the people of Israel, they make 2% of the population in America. 2%. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They are the, the, the world population, they are the minutest, the small percentage. But he says, because of that, he says, he says, then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Beloved, the people of Israel, they have possessed this great nation, in case you do not know. The richest people in this world, in this land, they are Jews. The richest people... The, 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 the man who developed Facebook, he's a Jew. Bloomberg, he's a Jew. They are among the greatest givers. Number one giver last year and this year is this guy who developed Facebook. Giving, giving. The second one is Bloomberg. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They follow the principle. And they possess greater nations. The richest people in Germany, they are Jews. The greatest lawyers in any great nation, they are Jews. The greatest professors in any great university, they are Jews. Mightier nations, greater than you, you will possess them. I said, you will possess them. Hallelujah. If only you will covenant with the Lord. Look, you are sitting on your prosperity right now. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand up and say, I release my prosperity. I release my prosperity. I release my prosperity. You may be seated. (laughs) 
Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, and you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourself. You are a small country. You are so insignificant. But wherever you appear, any nation, you will be the greatest. You will take over greater nations. You will possess the greatest lands, the greatest buildings in the land. You will possess greater things in all these nations. You will possess them. If thou shalt hearken unto the Lord thy God and love him with all your heart. If you will. And so it looks as if you are going and you are coming and the people are looking at you. You don't know what you are doing. Instead of going to work, instead of finding another job, instead of seeking, uh, putting your resume together and finding job. Church, 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 church. Listen, 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 listen. He says, every place. He says, every place whereon the sole of your feet shall tread shall be yours. Let me tell you, these people, they own this country. There's no law that will pass without the approval. I am telling you. They make the greatest denotions to these parties. It says everywhere, every nation. You know, the Second World War, the, the reason why that war came was because of them. Their wealth. Too much. Everywhere, every nation. It says, every place whereon your soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. From the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea, uttermost sea, across the Atlantic Ocean, to America, to Germany, to the England, to this, unto the uttermost seas, across them, cross over, cross over, and they shall be yours. If only your land, if only your faith shall land on that place, you shall dominate that land. Who said there's no God? Who said there's no God? How do you explain their wealth? How do you explain their authority? How do you explain their power? That is why America, no matter what government comes on power, you have to be alliance with Israel. Everywhere. Everywhere. And any nation that rises up against this nation, the Lord fights you. Even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. There shall, there shall no man be able to stand before you. For the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread on as ye shall said unto you. I'm teaching you something. Hallelujah. Teaching you something. The next verse. Behold, I said before you this day a blessing and a curse. This is my covenant. I said before you this day a blessing and a curse. You choose. I said before you this day a blessing and a curse. 
I set before you this day, that saith the Lord, a blessing and a curse. You choose. You decide. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if ye will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which ye have not known. You are searching. Your heart is going after other gods which you don't even have, which you have not known. Hallelujah. Money that is not seen. Your hearts are going after them. Other gods which ye have not known. Other gods and other gods which ye have not known are your riches that you are searching for, which ye have not known. That is where your heart is leading you. Hallelujah. Because it is God who gives thee the power, the power to make wealth. It is God. Hallelujah. If God does not lead you to prosperity, if God does not lead you to wealth, you cannot find it. Listen, don't be deceived about the people who don't go to church and they say, oh, I don't go to church, I don't pay tithe, but I am rich. There is no joy in that riches. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I am telling you. I am telling you the truth. If you don't have God, you cannot have real wealth. Hallelujah. Because riches, riches, it is not easily found. Real wealth is not easily found. Isaiah 45 and verse 2. Isaiah 45 and verse 2. Chris, are you understanding the scriptures? Yes. Isaiah 45 verse 2. Johnson, your life is changing today. Just obey. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Just obey. Any little amount that you make, do you not know that God knows how much, how much you need that money? Do you think you are wiser than God? Do you think that God does not know that you have to pay your rent and you have to pay your tuition? Look at this. It says, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in asunder the bars of iron. And I will say, I, I, I. Do you know who is I? Yes. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by name, I am the God of Israel. That is the only reason. I said that is the only reason. That is the only reason that you may know that he is God. That you may know that he is God. That you may know that he is God. That is the only reason. This is the only reason why treasure and riches, they are not easy to find. God has to make it such a way that you may know that he is God. Because he knows if he can have your heart, he has to hide it such that your heart will pass through him to get the riches. Because he knows that our hearts will always go after wealth and after riches. I am telling you. You don't like my message. 
You don't like my message. David, you don't like my message. Andy, you don't like my message. He says that I will give thee, I God, I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Hallelujah. You know, I think we have to pause here because I, our time is up. And if I begin to break this, we will not finish. So please... We will pause here. We will bring our service to a close. And next time when we meet by the grace of God, we will continue. We will unveil your eyes to hidden treasures and riches of darkness, which are in secret places. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand onto your feet. Stand onto your feet. Oh, Lord, we are thankful. We are thankful. Spirit of God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for revealing unto us this great treasure. Oh, Lord, we are thankful for opening our eyes, Lord, to this great commandment. Oh, for opening our eyes to this great covenant. Father, it is not your will that any one of us will perish. You say, even as you want that our soul will prosper, you also want that we shall prosper in health. We will be in health and we will also be in prosperity. Father, we are thankful and we are grateful. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we are grateful unto you, oh Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Yes. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your word this afternoon. Thank you, Spirit of God, for speaking to our hearts, for transforming us this way, for changing us this way. We are thankful, Lord. We are thankful. We are grateful. We thank you. We give you all the glory. Yes. For unveiling our eyes. Oh, yes. To greater life and to prosperity. He said that we have an advocate. Oh, yes, today that we have an advocate. He said that the adversary, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Lord, some of us have been deceived by the adversary. He has deceived us. And our hearts have gone to other places. We have set other gods before us. Father, but this afternoon, we turn around. We turn around. Yes. It doesn't matter what we find ourselves. You say, if only we shall hearken and we shall obey. And shall obey. No matter what land we happen to be. No matter what job we are in. Father, you will give us authority. Yes. This is the air I Yes. Your let it be your presence. Yes, we thank you. Oh, living in me. Yes, you are my 
are making our daily bread. He says, when you sit with your children, when you work with your children, oh, when you rise up, teach them, teach them to them, teach them to them. Yes. Lord, bind them to your souls. Bind them upon your wrists. That there shall be a sign. Let them be a fruitless before your eyes. revelation. Indeed, Lord, we are lost without you. In our search, we are lost without you. Father, we search for good life. We search for fulfilled life. We search for a life of joy and fulfillment. A life of prosperity. But Lord, in our search without you, we are lost. You say they are hidden. They are hidden in secret places. In darkness. And we are going without you, Lord. For you say you are the light of the world. Without you, we have no light. Without you, the treasures. Without you, oh God, good life is hidden in darkness. Without you, why should we go without you, Lord? We thank you for your revelation, for your word in the name of Jesus. I'm lost without you. 
If there's anyone here this afternoon, you are not born again, you have not given your life to Jesus. If you are here this afternoon and you don't have Christ in you, you have not made this covenant with Christ. This promise that he made to the people of Israel. According to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 29. Because we have Christ, we have this inheritance also. If you do not have Jesus Christ as your savior, you are not born again. Wherever you are, with all eyes closed and every head bowed. Let it be beginning. Today be the beginning. The Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Your wisdom is about to begin when you have the fear of God. You do not have wisdom yet until you have the fear of God. You have not even begun to walk in wisdom if you do not fear God. Today, you say, I want to be with God. I want Jesus Christ in my life. If that is you, wherever you are, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to you receive Jesus Christ in your life as your savior. If that is you, lift up your hand with all eyes closed and every head bowed. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I am a sinner. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins. You shed your blood for me. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. I invite you this afternoon to come into my life. Save me. Please write my name in the book of life. I want to serve you. I want to follow you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. Lord Jesus, please help me in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.